Do you ever feel like you're behind where you should be by now? Maybe you constantly feel like you're playing catch up in your business or in your income or relationships or starting a family. And maybe you've even told yourself, I should be further along than this by now. I'm Ashley Chimey. Welcome to Mind Made Up, where today we're exploring how you can shut down that comparison spiral and start enjoying exactly where you are right now. It's a familiar story, and I hear it all the time from my clients and from entrepreneurs in my community. Shouldn't I be further along than this by now? I thought for sure I'd be at this or that milestone by the end of my first year in business or whenever. We set up all kinds of expectations for ourselves when we get started based on what we think is the norm. Or maybe we're thinking, I thought I'd be settled down and married by now, but here I am still on my own. Everyone else seems to be so much further along than I am, and I really need to hustle and be fast and make every minute count so that I can catch up. If you've been here before, you may look around at your friends, maybe your peers, and see them doing the things that you want to be doing, making the things you want to be making, and celebrating the successes that you want to be experiencing. Basically, you see everyone else as living the life that you want to live. I've coached a lot of people at various ages, various levels of progress in their business or in their career, and I've seen every side of this equation. And I want to be really clear, first of all, that everyone, no matter how glamorous, how perfect their life might look on the outside, we all have problems that can consume our attention and all of our energy if we let them. These days, Almost every one of us struggles with focus, prioritizing our time, trusting ourselves to take action and take risks. In this age of social media, comparison has become an epidemic. And even that person you look up to because they seem to have it all figured out, behind the scenes, they may be fixating on all the ways they feel behind. The person with the successful business may regret not starting a family sooner. The person with a beautiful family may wish they had gone after their career goals first. And the person who seems to have it all may be struggling with their mental health, with loneliness, while meanwhile, everyone around them is telling them how lucky they are, which can be extremely isolating. And I share this with you to remind you that we are all so deeply, deeply human. We all have the same survival instinct to look for and fixate on problems, but we're all just figuring it out as we go, taking it one step at a time, making mistakes, feeling disappointment, having to start over, no matter how much it may look on the outside, like we have it all figured out, like everything is going perfectly for us the first time, those low points are happening. They're just getting edited out of the highlight reel. And the result is that we all feel behind from time to time. So how is it possible that even the most quote unquote successful among us feel inadequate, feel behind when they're the ones who seem to have it all figured out? The truth is if we never learn to appreciate and embrace where we're at right now, while we're works in progress, while we are on our way, then it doesn't matter what we achieve. We're always going to feel like it's not enough. 
If we don't enjoy the journey along the way, the destination is going to feel unfulfilling. And as soon as we arrive, we'll already be dissatisfied and want more. This has everything to do with the way that our brains work and our neurochemistry, especially dopamine. Dopamine tells us, hey, if I get up and go into the kitchen, I might find something tasty to eat and that would be really sweet. Or maybe it tells us if I write a new post, I might book a new client. That would be awesome. Dopamine serves an important purpose in our system. It motivates us to take action, to create a reward that we want, and acknowledging our achievements and feeling good about them helps us reinforce the behaviors that created the success. So dopamine serves an important function, but the problem is that once dopamine hits our system, it immediately starts to dissipate. That's why it's so hard to just eat one cookie. We feel a little flash, a little boost of dopamine because we experienced the reward that we were craving, but then it disappears, it dissipates, and we want another hit. There's a saying that those most able to afford the beach house are the least likely to enjoy it. And that's because of dopamine, which is behind so much of our motivation to take action, to experience pleasure. But if we're not regulating that dopamine, then we can just crave more and more and more. And we evolve this way for a reason, because we need to be able to feel good about our achievements and about the actions that brought us to that success. But we can also fall into the trap of forgetting to enjoy what we already have if we're constantly seeking the next hit of dopamine. The time for happiness is not just that fleeting moment where we first experience a new reward, right? The time for happiness is now in this very moment. The good things we've already achieved can still bring us joy if we consciously choose to acknowledge and celebrate them. I'm going to get around to the G word here, gratitude. This is why gratitude is such a powerful practice. It brings us back into the present moment, not just craving something that we want in the future. It brings us back into appreciation for what we already have. And it helps us break that dopamine-fueled cycle of relentless striving and never being satisfied. Through gratitude, we can increase our own dopamine and serotonin levels and experience the joy of having without craving more and more. So how can we let go of the false narrative that happiness is just on the horizon? Once I achieve X, Y, and Z, then I'll be happy. How do we start enjoying life right now on our way to reaching our goals so that when we reach them, we'll be able to fully experience them without instantly craving something more? The good news is telling yourself that you're behind is just a thought habit and you can change your habits. Right now, it's a pattern that's easy to fall into because you've been practicing it, but you can practice another pattern that eventually can become second nature. And the first step is to remind yourself that life isn't a race and it's not a competition. There's no grand prize that you get to take with you into the afterlife because you made the most money or you had the most children or you traveled to the most countries, right? I mentioned that I have worked with people who seem to have it all, but still feel hopelessly behind. And honestly, until they address this habit, it's really difficult to make progress towards new goals. But I've also worked with people who learn to treat life as a journey and who experience really deep joy because 
They know that they're right on time on their own path exactly as it's meant to be unfolding. And as a result, they're excited to take action and experience more of their story unfolding in its own perfect timing. We can always choose to appreciate where we're at right now and embrace the journey on our way to achieving our goals. And I'm going to share a few of the little mindset shifts you can make to start putting this into practice today. The first shift I'd like to invite you to consider is embracing your past. It's perfectly normal to look back and wish you'd taken a more direct route, wasted less time, and just generally gotten on with it more efficiently. We all feel this way from time to time. I could regret moving to DC for grad school, but that's where we adopted our cat Lila, and we wouldn't have her if I hadn't gone to DC. And I honestly can't imagine life without her. The journey to get where you want to go is usually a winding one. For example, to find the right pair of shoes, you need to try on a few different styles and sizes and see what fits for you. Sure, you might get lucky, and the first pair you try on is just right, but if you have to try on 10 pairs of shoes to find the right fit, that doesn't mean you did it wrong. It was just part of your process, and everyone's process is different. If you imagine two friends making a cross-country trip in two separate cars, and one friend drives straight on through without making any stops along the way, while the other goes at a more leisurely pace and stops to see the sights along the way, once they've both arrived, it doesn't matter who got there first. They just both took the drive that worked for them. Life isn't a race, and it's not a competition. After all, the person who went at a leisurely pace got to have some additional experiences along the way that the other person didn't get to have, and they may have even enjoyed the trip more. Maybe there's even a third friend who realizes along the way that there's another destination they'd rather go to, and they decide to go off and make something else happen. Maybe making the most money or having kids or whatever isn't exactly what you want, and there's something else that's more important to you, like getting to build a career out of your craft or having freedom and flexibility in your days. There's no grand prize you can take with you into the afterlife because you made the most money or had the biggest family or traveled to the most countries. So when you look back on your journey, remind yourself that your detours were part of your process and your goal isn't to reach the destination as fast as possible. The goal is to live your life and do it in your own way. So in your journal, what is one detour you've made in your life and one experience you wouldn't have had if you'd chosen a different path. You might say, sometimes it feels like the detour was a waste, but I came out of it with a new friendship, with a clearer idea of who I was or what I did and didn't want, with new stories to tell. Whatever it was, what is one experience you had or gift you received in your life because of that so-called detour you made? I mentioned gratitude earlier, and I want to take a closer look at this now. 
Scientific studies have shown that gratitude is associated with all kinds of benefits, higher performance, greater life satisfaction, better sleep, a healthier immune system, and a host of other advantages. And you have everything you need to put gratitude to work for you right now, in this moment, just by taking 30 quiet seconds to focus on one thing you're grateful for in your life right now. It could be a person or a pet, someone or something you love having in your life. It could be as simple as the sun shining outside, the access you have to clean drinking water, and the freedom you have to speak your mind and be yourself. When I was at my lowest point in the first year of my business, I was cat sitting for a friend at her apartment, and I sat down on her couch and challenged myself to write a list of 100 things I was grateful for. The first few things were easy, and then it got harder and harder to think of new things to write down that I was grateful for. So I had to get really creative. I had to take a fresh look at some of the aspects of my life that I wished had never happened. I had to take a fresh look at some of the struggles I was facing and acknowledge that there were benefits that I was growing through those challenges. And by around number 50 or 60, I realized oh my gosh, I have so much to be grateful for, even the things that I wish had not been a part of my journey. And I really fell in love with the chapter I was in because I started to realize how much I was growing and evolving in response to the challenges I was facing. So I really encourage you to try this exercise of writing down a hundred things that you're grateful for. You'll learn so much about yourself. And I promise you'll feel more inspired and excited about your current chapter by the end of the exercise. The third step is to embrace the future. There's a gap between where you are right now and where you want to get to. If you're standing at the edge of a canyon, staring at the gap between you and the other side, that's obviously a recipe for discouragement and hopelessness if you're only focusing on how far you have to go. But focusing on the bridge that will get you there and finding reasons to be excited and hopeful and inspired about it is gonna give you a whole new fresh perspective. Let's talk about visualization because the key to effective visualization is not just visualizing what you want in the end, but visualizing yourself taking the action you need to take to get there. So don't just focus on celebrating your book hitting the bestseller list, although that will be amazing. Imagine yourself sitting down to write and enjoying the process of bringing your characters to life on the page, writing the dialogue, and fleshing out the plot, deciding exactly what points you want to make with your story. Keep in mind that there's a reason that you started this journey, and it wasn't only about the destination. If you left your corporate job to start a business and do what you love, but you're not enjoying it because you're fixating on the fact that you haven't hit your goals yet, you are not actually enjoying the freedom and the flexibility and all the benefits that come with running a business even before you hit those goals. So make sure that you're taking the time and you're giving yourself the clarity of focusing on the benefits of the path and not just the destination. This is a perfect time to again, grab your journal, sit down and write down three things you are looking forward to between where you are right now and where you are headed. 
Maybe it's learning a new skill. Maybe it's meeting new people. Maybe it's growing as a person or as an entrepreneur, but give credit to the process. Even once you reach that goal, there's going to be a new goal to aim for. So don't forget to enjoy your journey along the way. And the more you do, the more you'll be able to fully enjoy the achievement once you reach it. So those are the three simple steps. Embrace your past, embrace your present, and embrace the future. This all boils down to finding joy in your unique path and the chapter you're in. Courage is about accepting what is without needing it to be different. You have got what it takes to walk this path exactly as it is on your own time, celebrating the beautiful fact that it's yours and yours alone. If you found this episode helpful, before you get on with your day, I hope you'll take a minute to leave a written review and share your experience with me. It means so much to me and it lets me know I'm on the right track with the show. Thank you so much in advance. In the next episode, we'll be exploring what to do when you just don't feel like doing anything. When all you want to do is curl up on the couch, put the blinders on, and pretend your to-do list doesn't exist. And how you can reconnect with your motivation and start creating momentum again. I'll see you there.